Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. And it is the time of year where there will be a lot of parties. There will be vacations. There will be opportunities to go down that slippery slope of what just happened to me. Now, every year I hear the same conversations in my own head as much as with my clients. So we have been good for so long, right? Whether yours is staying on that diet or not drinking too much or not flirting or not spending too much or not gossiping and putting your foot inside of your mouth with those words that you shouldn't say. We all have those things that when we're not mindful and we let our guard down, we tend to lose our rhythm. We tend to backslide and we're like, what just happened? How am I 12 appetizers in and I haven't even started dinner at this party, right? Or you're in the corner gossiping with this person and you're like, stop talking. You know, it's going to get back to the other person that is being said about our words are so potent, but it's like, there's this desire for them to just spill out of our mouth when our guard is lowered or maybe drinking too much. That one glass of wine turns into multiple before you know it. Or needing to be the class clown and the funny person. And so many of my clients are like, I'm not flirting, I'm not doing anything wrong. But yet they're creating a context where it might create curiosity in a relationship that it shouldn't be. So all of us have these little areas of our life that normally for most of the year, we've got our diet plan, our exercise, our wake up early, you know, read something inspiring, go on walks, do encouraging things, keep our mouth shut and not give our opinion where not solicited. And then there are certain times where it all just goes to hell in a handbasket. And it's like, what has happened to my self-control? Just me? Okay, I'll put myself out there. That there's times that I'm like standing by the dessert bar, totally shocked at the party that all of those desserts are so now somehow now inside of my body. What has happened, right? How did the chip dip become like my whole meal? And now I still want to try the dinner because the person worked really hard. So I have these moments and I'm like, okay, self-control, let's get you in gear. And so far I've tried getting mad at myself, self-control and willpower and discipline. And it really usually backfires and I just end up going worse, right? Or let's say you go to the party, you abstain, you abstain, you abstain, and then you crash and burn that night and you get home and you're eating chips in the pantry and you haven't even decided to get a plate because you're just snacking. So let me just give you some clues. One, being mean to yourself, mad at yourself, and just creating this unrealistic plan that you won't have any snacks at the party. It's not really realistic. Two, if you are traveling, you will be thrown out of your rhythm and your normal discipline. So plan ahead. If you do really well going to bed early and waking up early and having time to introvert to be alone, to read, to journal, to process, to exercise, then plan ahead. Let your loved ones know this is a priority for me, that, that in a loving way, I'm letting you know how this can be a successful trip for all of us. And the way that I can love well is by putting the oxygen mask on my face so that I can give out during the day and not find myself irritable because 
I'm extroverting way too much and I haven't had time to just kind of be centered. So plan ahead, whether it's going to a party, going on vacation, or just time off of work where you're staycationing in jammies all day. We want it to be fruitful. We want you to enjoy going to that neighborhood cookout or that Christmas party in your neighborhood or New Year's Eve or whatever it might be. We want you to enjoy that vacation. The issue is if we just indulge the flesh, we'll actually feel yucky, carb overload, we'll feel puffy and gross. We won't feel like ourselves. We'll probably say things that we don't really mean, our facial expressions. We won't show up in the way that actually makes our loved ones feel invested into. So here's some things I've been brainstorming for all of us to be mindful of. One, know your triggers. If you know that you are a routine person and throwing off that routine is a really big deal for you, then start recognizing how can I plan ahead to get as much healthy, and I emphasize healthy, don't be unrealistic, um, healthy routine in your new environment. So let's say you're on vacation and you don't have your gym, you don't have your orange theory or whatever you normally do or CrossFit or whatever, then decide ahead Let's make sure I have videos already downloaded, right? Don't depend on internet when you go on vacation, just in case, and do it on your phone. You can use your own body weight. You can use cans and jugs of water when you're on vacation. You can go running normally most places. Um, sometimes being in a cold environment actually helps your body activate the need to be warm. And so it spikes your metabolism even more, that whole polar bear thing. So pivot, think ahead. Don't just get frustrated and be cranky that nobody wants to be around on vacation with you because you're not getting your way. But instead, let's think ahead. If I need to eat a certain way in order for my body to feel really healthy and good, then let's plan ahead. Let's think about what are some snacks I can plan in? What are diet nutrition things that you can take with you? Or if there's a healthier grocery store with you. And I've even been surprised the times that I've ordered Amazon and it comes to my vacation place, right? So if you need to do a DoorDash or a Instacart or Amazon, be willing to pivot and be creative. Come up with creative solutions. If you know the main meals are going to be heavy and saturated fats that are just going to not make you feel optimal, be very lovely and gracious. We don't want others to feel like they have to cater to us, but you can plan ahead some vegetables, some salad meals, lean proteins, salmon, something that you can contribute to the meal, be gracious and know that that's your plan. And so by doing that, you're contributing rather than everyone else feeling like they have to walk on eggshells. And if you have one of those families or friend groups that feel like they need to point out that you are eating differently than them, that's not a moment to preach, right? And it's also not a moment to feel bad or awkward. Use a funny joke and just be like, hey, this temple doesn't get here by accident. I got to invest, you know, whatever you think is cute and funny. So plan ahead, know your triggers. If you go to a party and you tend to eat too much or drink too much, or you're too much of the life of the party, and then you regret what you said and did there, then know that ahead of time. And let's start to reverse engineer, move backward. What do I need to put in place? So I've taken some notes. 
We want to make a plan that what if some of that mindless eating might be, is it because there's a sadness? Is there anger? Is there irritability? Is there emotional need that's not being met that we unconsciously are meeting through alcohol, food, uh, partying too much, or speaking unguarded words that then will get back to somebody and it'll bite you in the butt later. So be aware, is it an emotional need that I'm comfort eating? And that's why I stand by the food table and just munch the whole night. Or is it a lack of pleasure? It's been fascinating how many times I've worked with people with food eating issues, um, drinking issues and partying. And a lot of times the root is actually, they have so starved themselves of pleasure that by the time that you get to the party or the vacation or the staycation, it's like your soul has a backlog of desire for pleasure. And it now it's like you're mindlessly eating. You're just mindlessly consuming calories or alcohol or pleasure because you haven't been stewarding the need for pleasure regularly. So if you're one of those people that you're tight, 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 you are in control, you're doing really well. And then you go to the party or the vacation and all of a sudden it's like the wheels fall off the bus and you're like, what, how did it happen again? I had such a good plan. I had good intentions. I gave myself a pep talk and I did it anyway. It could be emotional. You could be unconsciously trying to get emotional needs met through pleasure. You also could be starving yourself of pleasure. So that means now reverse engineering, we need to build in healthy, appropriate pleasure that you get to enjoy that moves towards your life goals. For instance, if you love beauty, I would encourage you to stop and look at art on your computer in between work. Go on a nature walk, look at funny videos or something that brings you silly pleasure that has no meaning to life, except that it gave you a sense of connection or joy or positivity. And I love how in 2020, John Krasinski had a YouTube channel where he had some good news. So in a world of pandemic and conflict and all this hostility and division, he was somebody who was trying to assert something good, which would be an easy form of getting pleasure in the middle of the day. Why don't you start to make silly videos with your family members or your friends or your roommates? If you have kids, get them on video, get giggling, get laughing, do something that brings pleasure. If you're a creative, give yourself time, budget in time for pleasure. I know there's, you know, seasons where we're building a business or we're having to work five side hustle jobs, right? Just to make ends meet, please build in appropriate pleasure so that you're not left overindulging in a short-term moment that has a long-term consequence in your life. Some words you cannot get back. Some moments of unguarded flirting at a party, you cannot get back in that friend group or in your marriage. Like that can just create so much awkwardness and mistrust. If you starve yourself of pleasure, now that moment of careless, reckless, my guard is down. So I just overindulge that can have a long-term ripple effect. So it could be emotional. It could be starving for pleasure. And three, sometimes we just need to relax. 
you know, if we're so high strung, we're high achievers, we're getting a lot done, we're spinning a lot of plates, we're driving kids here and there, we're doing our life, all the multitasking, maybe you're in college and you've got all these demands on you. Sometimes at the party or vacation or a staycation, everything inside just doesn't want to care anymore. And that can be one of those moments that when your guard is down, you're just kind of feeding that reservoir of needing something for downtime. So it could be emotional. It could be a lack of pleasure. It also could be the drive toward not being on anymore. So we get to vacation and now the desire to care about the diet or exercise or good choices or not watching that or eating that or uh, talking about that. It's just like, I don't have the energy to care anymore, which means I've probably been burning myself out, working too much. My super ego or the high achieving part of you that wants to do things right and perfect and pleasing is probably exhausted. And now it's just like the ability to care is really low. And when our ability to care is low, then it's like all, all wisdom is out the door and the back of the brain is just mindlessly eating and drinking and, and doing these things because it's habitual and we don't realize in the moment, we're not really thinking through the amount of calories or the uh, amount of sedentary hours we've sat watching TV. Now, don't get me wrong, some amount of, you know, cheat days and watching TV and doing whatever, those are great. Enjoy that. But be aware, is it the good kind where it's rejuvenating me or is it trying to compensate for a need I haven't been meeting? And is it the result of a lot of burnout of not stewarding my soul? And so now I'm just kind of chasing after pleasure or just trying to feel better or going back to habitual learned habits earlier in life that you've been working really hard to not keep replicating in your life in the present. So be aware of that. And then lastly, I'll say my trigger at parties is the the hyper excited, I'm around people, I'm an extrovert. And so then I overdo it because my excitement and energy level, it's bypassing prefrontal. And I'm just like moving so fast that I'm putting snacks in my mouth before I realize it. So that means for me as an extrovert, it's really important to have a plan ahead of time, knowing I'm so excited to be around these people. I feel like a puppy that's really, really excited. And so I need to plan ahead for me, having a really thick, wonderful protein collagen shake before I go to a party. That's really helpful because my body recognizes being full and satiated or satisfied. And then I'll know that my excitement level means I need to not stand by the food table. I need to not stand by places where it's just too convenient. So in your life, maybe you're an introvert and maybe being around people is exhausting. And so maybe you mindlessly eat because it fills your mouth and it fills your hand with something to do because then I don't have to look awkward and it it kind of is a filler for not really wanting to do small talk anymore. And then we can also overeat or undereat or overdrink or whatever. So be aware, what is your personality? What are you walking into the party or the vacation with? And now reverse engineer, go backward, recognize what are my triggers? 
What plan do I need to do? If you've had a really stressful week, I would personally, I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. I would just say, consider going a little bit later to the party or a little bit later on the drive to the vacation or whatever, if possible. And if not, no big deal, but try to create margin to just do a check-in like soul. Are you tired? Do you need healthy pleasure? Are you overextended and your walls are coming down and you're just going to be, you know, words coming out of mouth vomit because you're not able to edit and give one more ounce of caring. <laughs> and that's not a really good place to be around a bunch of other people. So I would encourage if at all possible, go late, pull back, take care of your soul, do a check-in and say, Hey soul, how are you doing? Do that inner work first so that you can go fresh. And that doesn't have to take forever. The more you steward and cultivate your inner world, the more you are aware of what's going on, how to redirect. And then I'll also picture just soul. I know you want to do a good job. I know you want to have so much pleasure and excitement and you want to have so many great conversations or you have expectations around this party or this vacation. But if you step back, I can lead from my spirit. And when I lead from my spirit, I am centered and joyful and peaceful and content. And I don't need to gossip to feel good or in the know. I don't need a bunch of snacks to try to make me feel better or get pleasure. I don't need to mindlessly eat to try to medicate emotions. And the coolest thing is when you lead from your spirit on vacation, at a party or whatever it might be, people will be drawn to you. The right people may actually be repulsed, which is a good thing because you don't want to spend the whole evening with the wrong people, but healthy people, you could have really deep, good conversation. So many of my clients are deep thinkers, introverts, and the thought of small talk is like put a noose, right? Like it's just like miserable. But if you're grounded and you're centered and you're giving eye contact and you're showing up and asking really great questions, wrong people will fade. Great. Let them. But the right people will be drawn in. And you could have a really meaningful conversation with one or two people that really fills you up. The other day, I got the best compliment. My best friend is an introvert. Actually, most of my best friends are introverts, which is really weird. But one of my besties said, Shannon, as much as I'm an introvert, I've found that when I hang out with you, I still feel really energized more than if I had just been alone. And she's like, I've never experienced that before. If you really know how to be intentional and see and know other people, ask great questions, show up, let yourself be seen and known, step away from conversations if it's just small talk, because I know how draining that is for an introvert. But if you can really allow that engagement, you will feel more invested into be around positive people that believe the best and hope the best about you. And you could actually leave the vacation, leave the party feeling more satisfied, more seen and known and invested into. But we can't do that if we just go in carelessly to a party or a vacation or a staycation thinking, oh, I'm just going to let my guard down. When you do that, you can accidentally undermine the good in your life instead of investing 
in the really glorious of your life. You want to be in conversations where you're not just letting words carelessly come out about yourself or others, right? We don't want to put pearls before swine. We need to know the audience that we're talking to. But when you're leading from your spirit, man, when you've done the due diligence to honor your soul, to minister to any emotions that may need to kind of be addressed before you go to a party and kind of switch out of work mode, mom mode, dad mode, work, stress, life. And now if you can switch and center yourself, posture yourself going, Lord, I'm ready to receive. You have good things at this party or this vacation, and you have things for me to impart and release and share to bless others. So I want to be a part of what you're doing, God. I don't want the mindless chatter, the mindless chatting and eating and drinking and gossiping. I don't want that to undermine and steal or distract from this kingdom assignment. Not that you have to feel on or works or performance. It's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying when you posture yourself, you lead from your spirit and you really look at people and see them, you'll have discernment. You'll know, okay, don't share your heart with this person, right? If they're already kind of talking about negative things about others, probably don't share your heart with them. Don't share about other people with them because it will get back to that person, right? But if you see someone on the outside, on the fringe, and you can see them and value them and engage them, pull them into the group, you will feel better. You will feel like there's more to my life than just my immediate gratification. And that pulls something beautiful and profound inside of you back into the forefront. And I've had so many vacations and parties that have been ruined because I didn't have vision. I didn't have a plan and I just got undermined by falling into the flesh. On the other hand, I've been learning how to think ahead, how to plan for success, how to minister to my soul so that it can stand down and I can come centered and lead from my spirit man. Now it's obviously a journey and we're all human. We're doing our best, but I would encourage you have a vision of where you want the end of the night or the end of the vacation to be. How do you want to feel? How do you want to look in the mirror? Do you want to be puffy from eating junk food? That's not good for you or drinking too much or saying things or being the life of the party. And then kind of humiliated of what did I do last night? Or do you want to wake up the next morning going, I am proud of me. I spoke life into this person, not because I had to, not because I was on or in ministry mode, but because it just flowed organically out of me. Because when you do the due diligence of taking care of you first, put that oxygen mask on your face. Now you come forward with your spirit and it just organically flows. You can't help but compliment and edify and encourage and be a source of life that then healthy people gravitate towards you. They want to be in your presence. And now it's this mutual building and synergy where you're speaking life and they're speaking life. And before you know it, you feel 
feel like you're 10 feet tall and you can climb on mountains and leap over buildings because there is something powerful and big inside of you. We don't want the immediate gratification of just having that lentil soup metaphorically of Esau choosing the lesser thing of immediate gratification when there's a Jacob moment of choosing inheritance that you are on this earth for purpose. Now, I don't want you to hear that as works and having to strive and beyond. I'm saying there's a way to posture your inner world so that it flows out of you. You walk in your inheritance and you help set other captives free just by being yourself. And you can do that at a party. You can do that at a vacation. You cannot fall into the bait of offense and different dynamics that we'll talk about more in our future episodes with our families. But you can really be a light bearer. You can change the atmosphere. There is greatness inside of you. And I am so excited for you to learn your unique inner world. I'll share my stuff. I'll share things I glean from my clients. But ultimately, it's really you becoming aware of your inner world. So now you can lean in, in right alignment and have a spirit man that can see with clarity, hear with clarity, that can live in this abundance of the fruit of the spirit that just oozes out of you effortlessly. And that's what we want. We want you to enjoy all the parties. I want you to enjoy the vacation and the staycation. We want you to truly learn how to rest and have a day off and actually be replenished at the end of it instead of just in jammies, eating junk, mindlessly watching a bunch of junk, and then feeling actually kind of more burnt out by the time you have to go to work on Monday again. There's a right alignment. And that's what we want to show you how to do on this channel. I love you. I'm invested in you. And I'm excited for you to invest in you because there's a world around you that is better off because you are there. Thanks, guys.